running and throws and it's caught by Gabe Davis in the end zone. So Allen, did he run out of room? He got to the sideline. Maybe we have another flag, which is thrown at the one-yard line. There's Al Michaels falling asleep on Prime Video. <laughs> Seriously. All I could think of watching this game last night was the conversation that we had about how plastic it feels. Uh-huh. I don't know what they're doing with the crowd noise. It just seems like no. It seems like every time I watch a Thursday night game, the crowd isn't into it. But I, I have know. a feeling that's not the case. That's just the way they're producing the sound at Prime Video. Actually, there I mean, were, they're Pats fans. There were a couple moments where I was like, ah, that Pats crowd is lively and upset. And I heard a couple of the cool songs they were playing in the okay. background, too. Right. Well, they were playing the uh, Edwin Diaz warm-up song, the trumpet uh, Everybody's song. using that. Now it's overplayed. Uh, Josh Allen wasn't his uh, most monstrous self, but he was monster enough. Allen led the Bills to a decisive 24-10 win over the Patriots, effectively ending any possibility that the Patriots could win the division. Not that we thought that that was actually in the cards. 22 of 33, 243 total yards, two touchdowns. Bills minus three and a half caches. Yeah, I got Allen, our player of the night. I got cute with my Pats pick last night. Uh, yeah, Marcus Jones had a cool touchdown. He was a cornerback, and he played wide receiver real quick, and he took one to the house. Same guy who cribbed that punt return on the Jets a couple weeks ago. Well, uh, I um, yeah, originally I was looking at the Patriots. I flip-flopped on a number of my picks behind the scenes, not on the air. You know, I try and keep it um, pretty straightforward for you guys. But, you know, a lot, a lot, of, th- a lot of thought goes into this stuff. And uh, I just sort of ended on, do I really think the Patriots have what it takes to keep up with Josh Allen if he gets going? And he barely got going, and they still didn't have enough. Dominant by the Bills. Yeah, for some reason, I guess I looked at it through the prism of if I was betting on this game, the Bills would be the easy pick. Why is that spread so low? And I've just gotten caught with my hand in the cookie jar too many times. So I looked at it through that prism, and I was like, feels like a trap. Give me the pats. Did you see uh, the clip of Mac Jones mouthing off on the sideline? Yes. That was great. I didn't know you had it in him. <laughs> I didn't really either. What did he say? Stop running the ball? Yeah, something to it's the not, effect. It's not effing working, I think, is what he said. I mean, when you got Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, you know, helping out the offense, it's. Uh, I'm surprised it's taken this long. Josh McDaniels, that was his role. He rose to his level of incompetence as the Raiders head coach. <laughs> he was just perfect in that OC role with New England. Sometimes you have to know. You have to have the self-awareness to know when you've maxed out, and that's and that's not a bad place to be. Patriots offensive coordinator, what a great job I know, that is. right? If you're getting paid decently enough, yeah, you might never get to that head coach role, which is what every coordinator for the most part dreams about, but at this point, he would at least be known, thought of in a positive light. I don't know. It's probably you see a lot on Twitter these days, especially yesterday fiasco yesterday oh my goodness but i saw something saying that like there's thought that tom brady might end up back in new england next year i'd kind of like that yeah i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna bite my tongue on that one because that's part of our final four things but yeah i saw that same story and i think there's something to it yeah so a few monster games in the nfl this weekend we've detailed that throughout the week Bengals, chiefs dolphins niners that takes the cake both are on at four so i'll be out of commission don't try and reach me I think this weekend is huge, not just for the confidence factor of teams like the Dolphins or the 49ers that have been playing really well, but who have they really beaten? You could tell the same story about both of those teams. Just for the the obvious impact of whatever the record is at the end of this week for these teams and you know the potential bye weeks in the playoffs and all of that stuff that's up for grabs, but I think MVP as well. 
Currently, Patrick Mahomes, in terms of the odds, is running away with it at minus 140. Everybody else is you know, a pretty significant return. Jalen Hurts is plus 350. Tua is plus 600. Josh Allen plus 1,400. Joe Burrow plus 1,400. To me, that's the list. Those, yeah. are, those are the guys that are... I just named one of the MVPs. 100%. Burrow would be the biggest long shot, obviously, with the odds, but even just but without thinking about the odds. But that's why I think this weekend's so important, because... If he wins, then I think we shift that conversation. Well, I still I think it would even still be Mahomes, but the narrative would be Snow Burrow owns Patrick Mahomes. I think he's undefeated <laughs> in matchups against him. He went two and zero against him last year. Right. But I don't know if that shifts a larger MVP conversation. I mean, then Hertz could always have a career day. Tua could go against this great defense and have a big day. But I yeah, I think you're making a pretty. Solid hot take case here because of all the matchups and the timeliness of it. Yeah, think about what it would look like, how we would react to it, given the season that Tua's had already. If he goes out and he throws three or four touchdowns and the Dolphins win by 10. Against that defense. I mean, how do you not have an MVP conversation? Truly. Yeah, I mean, what he's meant to the Finns, and since he's come back off the concussion and all the symptoms that he dealt with when there was thought that he might not even play again this year, he's been just magnificent. And again, you mentioned before the competition, who knows, but you still got to go out there and do it. Still NFL teams. Yeah, and you can't really do better than he's done in that span since he's come back. I saw, um, see all these stats because the algorithm has me figured out. I just eat up (laughs) Tua stats and Mike McDaniel audio. I just watch and like a lot of those things. Uh, there's one of these out there where it has all of these advanced numbers, things like red zone completion percentage, you know, things that go like just beyond what you can look at on ESPN.com. Um, completion percentage uh, when when facing a blitz, things like that. For all of them, two is first in the it's NFL. Crazy. I mean, he really has been unbelievable. And so if he's able to do that up against that defense, I, I think that we take the – we take that conversation to another level. Patrick Mahomes is already the favorite to win the MVP. If he goes into Cincinnati and does what he's able to do against them, I mean, he might just lock it up this week. If he's not able to do that, well, then we're having a conversation about Burrow. Josh Allen's still part of the mix. I just don't know if, because the Bills might take it easy with him or if the injury does end up causing some real issues, I think you could make the case it already has. It just feels like he's kind of fallen back. And the odds support that because if the first few weeks of the season, it was like, oh, well, this is Josh Allen's year to win MVP. Felt like it. And it doesn't seem like he's going to be the guy right now. Luckily, he's still able to do enough. It's not like he's a pitcher that needs to throw 98. And now he's throwing 93, 94. As a quarterback, it's fine. As long as you're not turning the ball over in the red zone and you're winning games and Bills fans will sign up for that. They could care less about the MVP. They're trying to get to that Super Bowl that has been so elusive and then obviously win it. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, to me, Mahomes, what he's meant to the Chiefs, missing out, you know, Tyreek's gone, and a lot of people thought, ah, they might drop off a little bit, maybe they'll revamp, but it won't look the same. I mean, he's picked up right where he left off. Then switching the conversation over to Tyreek Hill's new teammate, Tua, thinking about these last bunch of weeks since he's come back, it hasn't even necessarily been like all Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, which I think has made it even more impressive that Tua spread the ball out the way he has. Yeah, I mean, Trent, testament Sh- to the coaching, too. Yeah, Sh- Sherfield. Sherfield's getting involved. So, yeah, he's starting to spread the ball around, and I think with a win this weekend, he becomes a serious player in that conversation. 
I was looking at a clip that was shared of a first take. I I don't watch the show, but maybe thirty seconds a week. Just I, if I happen to pass it and I'm bored in the midday, I've gotten all my stuff done. Uh, but Stephen A. Smith was arguing with Dan Orlovsky because it's you know that's what they do. They just argue about stuff. Right. And he was making the case that the 49ers are going to win the game because they're going to get physical with Tua and implied, he said it without saying it, that the 49ers, their best shot of winning this game is to put Tua on his backside and hurt him. That's essentially what he was saying. And I thought, and I'm watching this clip, and forget about how sensationalistic that is. That does, I don't care about Classic that. Classic Stephen A. Uh, of course, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. He is on brand. That's it, <laughs> he's, he's he on brand. Like I can't get worked up about anything I hear on that show because I'm like they're trying. That's exactly what they're trying to do. They don't even mean it. That all they want to do is elicit a reaction, right? And then they'll change their opinion the next day if it if that's what they think will get a rise out of people. But where I where I perked up in hearing that was just how far we've come. In the conversation about Tua, where it used to be, I don't know if this guy can be a quarterback in the NFL. Forget right. about the Dolphins. I don't know if this guy can be a quarterback in the NFL. And then now we're having a conversation about, you know, really the only way to stop him is to hurt him. I, that, that? You talk about growth in a year. It's respect right there. That's amazing. I mean, and isn't that a testament to getting your quarterback weapons and even more so getting them the right coach? It's huge. It's, it's everything. It, it, it is actually everything. It's you know, everything. You really have to do that. I mean, Herbert's doing everything he can, you know, just pure talent. And I think I saw something. He's among the lowest in the league in yards per pass attempt. It's like, what? How does that even make sense? <laughs> the names around him are like Baker Mayfield. It's like, what? This is Herbert. He's a dynamic thrower. But, yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I'm, like, not even going to blame Staley for the Chargers problems. It's been a lot of the injuries with the wideouts, but. He's the case in point, and it's funny because that's the guy who too has been compared against. And look who's actually got the edge right now. It is crazy. I mean, I wish that in my darkest moment of looking at Tua as my my team's quarterback, and then watching Justin Herbert go crazy, right. that somebody, maybe my future self, could hop in a time machine and go, "Hey, chill. Come December second, twenty twenty two, you're going to be talking about Tua for MVP, and Justin Herbert won't be anywhere near the conversation, and he's healthy. But why this is such a big game is as as great as Tua's been, and even if like it's a disaster and Tua has a bad game and they lose, you still can't take away everything that Tua's been able to do this year. However, first take will be roasting him. I mean, that'll be the narrative will <laughs> completely flip on its ear if it's like he throws a couple picks and the Niners have a good game defensively and they win. Absolutely. That's the way. That's a, that's what's on the line. All of a sudden, it's like, well, the Dolphins are finesse. We knew this, but then if he puts up thirty on that defense, which I feel like it's going to be one or the other. It's either going to be a major exposing, or it's going to be like, nah, the Finns are actually legit. Well, I either want a Dolphins blowout, or I want a rocking chair, or I want I just want a good game. A good game would be the preference, and same with Bengals Chiefs. Who's Nance and Romo doing? Because in theory. AFC team at NFC team is usually CBS, and then you got two AFC teams, which would be CBS. But then I've noticed sometimes they do some switching where they'll have a CBS game with two NFC teams. Chiefs Bengals is on CBS, so I would be beyond shocked if that wasn't Nansen Romo. Yeah. And the uh, Dolphins Fins game is on 
the Dolphins Fins game really the Fins forty <laughs> it's a Friday people the Fins forty nine game notice is on is on Fox you knew where I was going with I it knew anyway exactly where you so going. yeah they're on different channels apparently Burkhart and Olson I heard uh, Daniel's talking about this earlier I guess the Dolphins game isn't going to be on local TV oh no that's horrible <laughs> yeah well if it's I'm on... not watching on Red Zone anyway so I don't care. You're even going to watch that game on Red Zone? Well, you got Chiefs Bengals on at the same time. Wow, I mean, and I mean, you're a Finns fan. Listen, listen. You got to understand something about me. It goes like this. Who I, this is my order and, and for those that aren't able to watch this cuz it's only Tazi, my hand is up as high as it can go. It goes my fandom goes who I bet on. Second, the entire league, third, my team. Wow. I am not yeah. I'm not said a, it before. I'm not a banner fan. I am a fan, and you're not going to take that away from me. I've I've never I've never altered my fandom. I am loyal, but you wouldn't put me in any sort of like fan competition. That's not me. It, I guess it's it's dumb of me because the Giants have never paid my bills. In fact, they've probably done quite the opposite. But it's a mental illness that the Giants are one. Bets well, bets are close to Giants, but it's still come hell or high water, Giants. Then fantasy stuff, and if there's really no game that you know gets the top of the heap, then I'm a little bit of a red zone guy. But like, I don't. You can't watch a real football game on red zone. You're just seeing like red zone snaps. You're 100 you drives down the field. You're totally right about that. Totally right about that. However, when you watch a single game, you can't see what else is going on around the league. That's the issue. Well, it's, Yahoo Stat Tracker does a pretty good job. They they list every play that happened, and if there seems to be something that intrigues me, I'll change the channel. I mean, I'm also really delayed on the Fire Stick with my Sunday Ticket app. It's not good. It was great being back home watching yeah. on DirecTV in real time. It was like ahead of the Stat Tracker. It felt great. But I guess my move for 4 p.m. on Sunday will be... Well, CB, I won CBS. That'll be a mainstream game. I'll probably be blacked out on Sunday ticket, and I'll have to do Fox Sports on the laptop. I might have to go somewhere and watch these games. See, there you go. Well, I will say this. Now, if if the game were on locally and the Red Zone channel said, hey, let's go to the let's go to L.A. for the Rams-Seahawks game, I would flip in that situation. Mm. So I'm not just going to take anything you give me. But, yeah, I mean, it's a big moment in the Chiefs-Bengals and the Dolphins-49ers on at the same time. I mean, yeah. I guess I'm gonna have I to. I can, I can, I can balance that. I might have to go somewhere to watch them. I'm really not a fan of like going somewhere for an NFL Sunday because like everyone to... around you is an idiot. That's the problem. Well, and I want to hear the announcers. Like that's a big part of my my Sunday. I don't know. I ah, well, I got to figure something out. Oh man, I'm glad we had this conversation. Coming up next, sneaky storylines around the NFL. Back in a bit.